I'm your host, Elizabeth, and this is For the Talkers. Hello, and happy Thursday, and I hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving with whoever you choose to celebrate with. I'm super excited about today, so let me tell you who I'm going to do an interview with. Tara Houston is from Phoenix, Arizona, and is the oldest of two. She has a bachelor's degree in psychology and criminology from the University of Denver and is now a case manager for Department of Child Safety. She values knowledge, compassion, and humor. She is passionate about human equality, fantasy books, and yarn. Tara loves spontaneous adventures, arguing with men, and learning about the darker sides of the world and humanity. So hello, Tara. Hello, Bit. How are you? So good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Excellent. I'm happy to be here in Arizona. It's so nice. <laughs> I know you guys came at a good time when it's actually not 120 degrees mm, outside. Yeah, not meltable weather. So, oh, I always, I always jump too far ahead. We will do our happy, funny, sad. So, do you want to go first or me? Um, I can go first. Okay, just before it. I forget them. Right. <laughs> right. Um, we'll start with my sad that I had to work this week. Oh, but that's like a consistent sad. Um, happy. Yeah. Oh, my family came down and I got to spend Thanksgiving with them, which was amazing. I know. I don't think all of us have been together like maybe ever honestly I know at least it's been a couple years yeah and then for my funny little miss Brooklyn was showing me her karate moves yes and I used to do karate when I was a kid and when I told her that I told her I wasn't very good and she just looked me dead in the eyes and she goes well why don't you just get better then (laughs) and I don't think I've ever been flamed so hard by a five-year-old in my life and that was pretty funny okay well my happy is that Zane drove us the whole way here, so I didn't have to drive at all, which was nice, yes, Um, but I'll probably drive home, so it will even out, but that was very nice, and then my funny is we stopped by Grace's mom's house on our way down, and she had recently gone shooting and didn't shoot any guns because she's like I don't feel (laughs) comfortable but then someone brought up like what would you do if like someone intruded your house or whatever and she gave a very detailed plan she was ready like she's been waiting for someone to ask this I don't need a gun (laughs) I got a bathtub and a blow dryer like (laughs) I I believe her yeah I I think she could do it yep so to quote her, she said, I've got crazy on my side. And I said, yes, you do. God, she's it just was, like me. It was awesome. <laughs> and then my sad is going back to Utah. It's going to be cold. Real life starts again. I have to go to work. All the terrible things. So, so awful. Is sad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it happens. I signed up for it. So, okay, well, we'll just get into it. We're going to learn all about you today. Okay, we'll see how interesting I am. (laughs) Okay, first question is, where were you born? I am born and raised Phoenician, unfortunately. Um, The only cool thing about being from Phoenix is that Bella Swan was also from Phoenix. We stand. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one fact. Yep. Okay, so tell me about your hometown then and what it was like when you were young. 
Um, so I always like didn't care about being from Arizona until I left Arizona and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like I'm from the desert. Mm -hmm. Like I got a little complex about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty cool state. I mean, it's not very similar to anything else. And it's been nice to kind of just come in your own in a unique environment because like any other place I go is different. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. My next question is what was the happiest time of your life? Okay, well, <laughs> when I was in my first semester of my junior year in college, I actually studied abroad in Amsterdam for four months, and that was the happiest time of my life. Yeah? Yep. Why? <laughs> um, I think you can figure out why, probably. Um, so Amsterdam has like always been my favorite place in the world, and I've always wanted to live there. And actually, that's why I went to the university I went to is because someone on the phone literally was like, oh, my God, we have study abroad programs in Amsterdam. Yeah. And when sold. she said that, I was like, a Say sign. No more. <laughs> I was like, take my money uh-huh. now. I'll be there. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was just amazing. I ha- got to live in a foreign country. Very um, and they, different. Yeah, very different. And it was interesting. I was listening to your other episode with <laughs> Renska, yes. who is actually Dutch and from the Netherlands. Yes. Very different perspectives. <laughs> Very different. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah. Tell us about the uh, Mayo crisis over there. <laughs> I don't think people realize how white Dutch people are until you know that their number one condiment is mayonnaise. <laughs> and they put that thing on everything. They use it as a dipping sauce. Yeah. Like, it is. Like, it is just fry sauce. Like, if you ask for fry sauce, it is mayonnaise. And, like, you have to specifically ask for ketchup. Because yeah. if you order something that we're, like, you normally would dip ketchup in, uh-huh. they're going to give you mayonnaise. Uh-huh. And just assume that like you want it. a cup of it. Yeah. And it's, like, it's, like, the subway mayonnaise where it's, like, not that thick. Like, yeah. Like yeah. it's that's the only way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and Renska was talking about how much she actually liked the fry sauce. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, this sounds like a Dutch person because <laughs> no one else is like, Oh my god, mayonnaise there. Right, right. <laughs> this is delectable. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, so tell me more. So study abroad. <laughs> All I know about it is I really wanted to do it when I was like fourteen. I'm like, <gasps> school somewhere else. So like, is it like tr- true school like do you go to a university there or is it like online school while living somewhere else like how does that work yeah so I can't speak for like other programs but for mine at least what I did is just become like a transfer student to another university and like I'm I'm going to pronounce this wrong because <laughs> everyone did but I went to Fry University spelled okay. V-R-I-J-E. Oh. Another thing about Dutch okay. is it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's scrambled eggs for letters or for words. I would like to say that it's like German, but from someone who's been smoking for 50 years. <laughs> so you can barely understand it. Like that's because it. it's from German. Yeah. Yeah. But so I was a technically a semester in Amsterdam student at a university. So I just okay. took classes. So did you like go to class yeah I did okay, yeah cool. so I biked to class yes <laughs> were you housed on like the campus grounds no so my university in the states what DU does is they pay 
um, they like do all the stuff behind the scenes. So they mm-hmm. make partner programs and mm-hmm. get you living arrangements and stuff mm-hmm. and pay for your visas and your like your flight and stuff. And then you just have to cover everything else. So, okay, so it's not like a dorm, but it's yeah. like Denver found it for you. Yes, exactly. Okay. So like depending on different programs, they live different places. But like I lived in a hotel for four months. Oh, I lived in a hotel room. I ate it up. I loved it. <laughs> continental <laughs> breakfast. There was no continental oh. breakfast. No. Anyways. I did get a discount in the cafe, Good. but I went there way too much in yeah. the discount eventually. It was like 20%. <laughs> Wasn't enough. Mm-mm. That's awesome. Tell me more about, because so, for some backstory for the listeners, me and Grace got shrinky dinks the other day. I don't know if y'all, the OGs, know about that. Like, everyone's like what are these i mean you didn't do shrinky dinks growing up like those fueled my creativity like you get to put something in the oven it shrinks up and you get to watch it like curl into itself yes yes incredible so we bought those and we were doing them and tara did the amsterdam flag i just thought it was cool and I'm curious to know more about it. So there was actually a reason because the this is going to make me sound like a big nerd. I'm not <laughs> like a flag connoisseur or anything. I literally just heard this trivia mm-hmm. on, a, on a boat tour. Oh, nice. And I thought it was so cool. But basically, if you don't know what the Amsterdam flag looks like, it has a red stripe, a black stripe, and a red stripe. And on the black stripe, there's three white crosses. So the flag of Amsterdam represents like the three trials of Amsterdam. So like when the city was almost destroyed. So the first cross is the red and that's the fires of the of Amsterdam happened like the 1600s I think. I don't know. Some fires yeah. ran through the city. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then the second one, uh the second cross and the reason it's black is the black death. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is floods and that's the white. So it's basically just supposed to represent the resiliency of the city mm-hmm. and its people. But I thought that like yeah. I always thought it was so beautiful because it's yeah. like a symbol for resiliency. Yeah. No, that's yeah. way cool. Her shrinky dink looked very <laughs> professional. I was like, ooh, I wanna know more about that. Except I cannot cut in a straight line. So it doesn't really look like a flag because it's all yeah, Lanky. and the oven was struggling to not destroy them in the 30 seconds. That mm-hmm. they were. Mr. Struggle. Yep. I hear you have a story about getting run over <laughs> or hit <laughs> or almost. I don't remember now. Yes. So I did get hit by a car oh! um, in Amsterdam on my bike. I actually got into three bike accidents. I can tell you they were all let's, crazy. Yes, let's hear okay. it. So we'll start with the first one. Okay. Context. I hadn't ridden a bike since like I was 12. When I went to Europe, I had to relearn. Yeah. It was terrible. And my butt hurt so (laughs) bad. You don't realize like how much it takes out of you. Like when you're a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. No. So like I just got a bike and I swap Fiat's shout out. Sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Um, Give us some bikes. Anyways, they let me rent a bike for the four months I was there. And I was an idiot and way too egotistical and basically I was like okay I haven't ridden a bike in like 10 years whatever I can do it so I went and picked up my bike in the center of the city and also Amsterdam is like the biking city of the world like my eyes could not 
believe what I was seeing. Like at events, just the bikes yeah. everywhere. It was crazy. There's more bikes than people in Amsterdam. Yeah. And the number one crime there is bike theft, which I think is absolutely hilarious. It is. <laughs> like like the- Rinska's had her bike stolen like three or four times. Yeah. And she has like three locks on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my friends got his bike stolen like day two. Yeah, yeah, terrible. but he got a nice one, and that's when I learned. So it's actually a good thing I got in this first accident, mm-hmm. um, because it like kind of messed up my bike, and right. apparently People want won't still like a jacked up bike. Exactly. <laughs> so I went to the center of the city, and for context, it was like three kilometers. The only reason I I don't know how many miles is that, but I only remember the Google Maps yeah. that it was three kilometers, yeah. because I got to the bike rental, picked up my bike. Okay. And I get on uh-huh. and I immediately forget how to bike <laughs> and I freak out uh-huh. because there's no handlebar like the handle brake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a bike where it's only has the pedal brake. Uh huh. And I forgot that pedal brakes were a thing because then you like can't get on it the same way. Yeah, because you can't like push it back also side note the roads aren't smooth like it's not like asphalt it's cobblestone yeah yeah <laughs> so anyways yeah no so breaks you this, get on this is part of the downfall yeah literally <laughs> yeah. so i make it i kid you not like five minutes away after <laughs> i got yelled at by some dutch man and i don't know what he was saying but it was definitely like the most vulgar yeah like worst thing he could have ever called me in dutch like shouted it at me Uh um so i was already like super anxious and then i go down this hill i'm like reliving it yeah yeah. because this was like so humbling and i hit a rock in my momentum and i didn't break oh no (laughs) well so like actually okay let me i'm going down the hill and i'm not breaking because i don't know how to break right Right. And then I hit a rock going yes. full momentum. Yes. And I literally flew off my handlebars oh. into the sidewalk. Oh. And the only reason that, like, I didn't break my arm is because my boobs caught my fall. <laughs> nice. So I had, like, a line. Oh. And Ouch. then because I just can't have a normal bike accident in no. peace, no. I, like, open my eyes, like, orient myself. <laughs> right. And I see the most attractive like hot Dutch Uh, men running up to me and they're like picking up my bike and they're trying to help me up and Uh, they're like are you all right are you all right talking to me in English because they know yeah I am not from there this this lady not Dutch and I was just like I was humiliated I was like of course and then so I was I was too scared so I tried to uber back with my bike didn't work uh-huh. so i walked three kilometers back with my bike like i walked my bike back to my hotel and walking a bike it's terrible yeah it's so hard for um, no reason i ended up like this makes it seem like i'm a terrible bike dr- driver but i actually got really good by the end of it like you bike every day for four months yeah and then the second one this was someone else's fault but they someone almost hit them so then they swerved so then uh, i swerved and then yeah. i nicked someone's front wheel and oh. then i couldn't correct it because i don't know how to ride a bike yeah yeah but the big one is i was getting a tattoo and he finishes it and he looks at me and he's like okay 250 cash only and i was like Uh, why didn't you not tell me i have 250 (laughs) dollars in cash yeah i was like why didn't you tell me that it was cash only like i don't know before you started Mm -hmm. so my card didn't work at any of the atms yeah um it, yeah i have bank of america and i don't think they like that they were like <laughs> oh, 
identity theft. <laughs> Literally, they're like, absolutely not. Rejected. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to go to Lytle. So I biked to a grocery store, did five transactions to get <laughs> all that out. Uh-huh. Got yelled at in line uh-huh. by an old man. Uh-huh. So I'm already so stressed. I'm biking back. That's crazy. It's such an honor system that they like let you leave the tattoo shop without pay. <laughs> I know. I like, was did like. Did you have to leave anything there? I left. I left my wallet. But did they ask you to? No, I did that like, of my own accord. You literally could have just left. Yeah. You literally could have just, oh, gotta go get cash and never come back. I know. So I was like, I promise you, like, I will come back. Yeah. So I did leave yeah. my wallet and yeah. I left my ID on yeah. it. And I was like, I have to come back for this. Right. And I think I left my visa too. Wow. Because really? I was like, I want them to know. I'm not a liar. Yeah. I was so scared. Yeah. And I was also like, I don't know what else to do. So I'm biking back from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And bikes always have the right of way. Always. Always. There's also like four cars at any given time. Yeah. So uh, guess what this lady decided to do? Turn into the bike lane and not look. She was texting and hit me. uh, (laughs) Like just straight. uh, Hit me. Like T-boned me. No, I can can literally picture it. Because I mean, I do that sometimes. Like I'm looking at traffic. That's what she was doing. Mm -hmm. And then... But I don't ever hit them. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it just like slipped her mind for one yeah. second, and I don't know. And I mean, if she was texting, like there's no chance. Yeah, because I look over and I saw her looking down, but I was biking pretty fast. Cause yeah, I, like, I gotta get back. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I'm like, I need the visual. Did you like fly to the road? So, fly forward. Fly on the car. What happened is she hit me on my left side Uh uh-huh so my handlebars were at a like right 90 degree angle so they were like forward and then that way yeah and the reason that happened is because i was so scared of falling off my bike again Uh and my foot got tangled up in my bike and i got holes in my shoes and i was bleeding on my ankle And it was fine. Like, I caught myself using my bike. But, dude, oh. I messed up my bike. And I had to fix it later. Yeah. But I biked back and gave him my money. Mm-hmm. And then when I was like, I'm s- like, what happened? Well, yeah. 30 minutes gone. <laughs> I walked in and I was like, Jordan, I am so sorry. I just got hit by a car. <laughs> and he goes, what? Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah. And he was like letting me know that it wasn't my fault. It's never my fault. And I was like, oh, honey, I know. She was texting right it was of her fault yeah that's crazy so there's so when he started like threatening to be like it was your fault she probably left she got in her car and yep. drove off she's like yeah you're right well like she must have like she got out of the car and i think the instant she heard my accent mm. is when she was like oh these stupid tourists or whatever and i was but like it, this stupid driver who doesn't look where they're going i was like it was so crazy because i was like girly you cannot live in amsterdam and not look for bikers right like right that's rule number one and well, it's not like you were flying down a hill like no it was a st- and i yeah i literally can picture because that happens all the time when you're turning right like you have to look yeah it was so That's bad funny. and then i started having to take the long way home because yeah. i was too scared of getting hit by another car because i was like happen once it could happen again mm-hmm. so there's and my little like, biking misadventures yeah yeah but any other adventures that stick out about your trip that you want to share no there's plenty but my mom might hear this and be mad at me but she's an avid listener i know number one fan but I'm going to tell this story anyways because it's funny. Okay, do it. So I was at a gas station and I was trying to get an Uber home. 
mm-hmm. because I did not feel like walking. This was before I had my bike, and mm. I decided, like, I'm just going to go out into the city yeah. and, like, experience. And when you walk out, you're, like, all happy, and then at the end, your feet hurt, you're tired, and the thought of walking back. Exactly. Yeah. So I went to get a water from the gas station, and I was okay. literally outside, like, this is miserable. I don't want to walk. I don't want to take the bus. So I was looking for an Uber, and this random man pulls up next to me on his moped. Oh, no. And he goes, do you need any help? And I was like, I looked at him and I was like, oh, I'm just trying to find a ride. And he's like, where do you live? Girl. And I was like, Hotel Janssen, like 10 minutes away. He's like, get on my bike. I'll take you there. And I did. <laughs> because the Ubers were like far away and going to be expensive. I was going to say probably so expensive. And it was so cold outside that I was like, he doesn't look like he's going to kill me. It's I, could, a, I could hold my own on this one. It's a moped. <laughs> it can't go that fast. Yeah. The worst thing that could happen is that I'm just going to have to launch myself off the back into the bike lane. It starts not driving to the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I knew the way, so I, I was like, okay, yeah. word. Yeah. So he starts driving. Okay. And we're on the moped in the bike lane, and I was like, <laughs> wouldn't it be so funny if you were a murderer? And he's like, ha, 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 yeah, it would be. And I think he was acting creepy in that moment to, like, mess with me. Okay. But then he was just keeping small talk. Like, it sure. it wasn't a scary story. Yeah. And he dropped me off. But the crazy thing is, is in a couple weeks later, mm-hmm. after the, I got hit by a car. Uh-huh. And my bike was all messed up. Uh-huh. I was biking again somewhere else. And my handlebars from that day forward always are messed up and super loose. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'd have to stop and fix them. And that happened. I was with my friends who were biking to a park. So I pulled off and I was fixing it. Mm-hmm. He drives up. And I hear a voice behind me go, do you need any help? And I turn around and I was like, you. I didn't even know his name. And I just pointed at him. He just walks around looking for damsels in distress. I literally was like, He's is like, your MO trying to find women who are having issues getting back? Yeah. And he just laughed. And he's like, did you need help? And I was like, no, I'm no. good. But like, do you remember giving me a ride? Because I was trying to figure out. I was like, does he do this so often? That he just like, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, oh my God, yes, of course I do. No. Yeah. No, you don't. I was like, King. <laughs> That's so weird. Or I wonder, like, maybe people, like, give him money after or something. Like, I didn't give him anything. Like, yeah. I just looked at him and I was like, uh, thanks for the ride. Yeah. And I just went inside. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that's know. awesome. That's um, so funny. Yeah. So that city's a lot smaller than you think it is. That's what I yeah, learned I from that. I would agree. Yeah. Like, you. Like, it, it's literally giving small town vibes. Well, it's so weird because I actually went from, not in one day, but I went to the farthest part of the Netherlands in the south and the tall, uh, tallest, <laughs> highest part. So I was, uh-huh. in, I visited Leowarden, um, which is in the northern part. Mm-hmm. And then I was went to Harlem and Rotterdam and some other places that I can't remember right now that are in the southern part. Mm-hmm. Four hours, yeah. maybe, maybe, to yeah. get from the top to the bottom. Yeah. That's literally to get through the whole state of Arizona. <laughs> in Texas, four hours right. is to get you from the other side of, or like from one side of Houston to the other side of Houston. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's so wild. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. We took a bus to Paris. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just like buy a bus ticket and you just go. Like, and I don't know if this is okay to like maybe admit to sneaking the in the talkers. Yeah of sneaking into countries but i'm back in america and i'm not gonna do this again 
but I feel like did you have to go through customs or do anything or like show anything because like I remember we took a Flix bus to Belgium and then just like the only <laughs> the only time I did was when I went to London okay but yeah like Paris to Amsterdam I don't I don't think so yeah and I don't know I think yeah, that might now be that you mentioned it that is kind of weird that they don't like check bags or like anything like you just can go especially like the big thing that i is that amsterdam is like the drug capital of the world and um, and like no other european countries are so you think that they would see people from amsterdam so i was just so uh-huh. confused i was like am i doing this illegally like yeah. am i supposed yeah. to i bet there's just so many people every single day taking buses to literally different that they just they couldn't yeah. But yeah, that's a that's an interesting point. Yeah. I don't think I, I did customs except for when we went to London. And yeah. That was terrible. They like we like went through and it was like one AM and so I like fell back asleep after we got back <laughs> in the bus and then I woke up and we were there again. Like at the check station. So like we had gotten the bus and like I immediately fell asleep but yeah like something happened they had to like drive back around and we had to get out again with all of our luggage go through get our passport stamped again yeah and people miss their connecting flights like they were going to London to fly out and yeah yeah uh yeah London Heathrow uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know why they do that, but like when I was flying home, I almost missed my flight from back to Phoenix from London because yeah. I went Amsterdam, London, Phoenix, and they oh. actually, I I went up to a worker and I went, I hate to be the one to do this because I flew back on the twenty third of December, so oh, when everyone's flying yeah, home yeah, for yeah. Christmas, I was like, hate to do this, but I'm so homesick, and also like I need to leave. Like if I miss my flight, like. Like what's Christmas like I'm not getting home till like January and I was like and I have like my classes started January 3rd oh wow and I didn't have a place to stay and I also had no money because I didn't work for four months so I was like y'all need to get me home and they literally like cut me through me and this other really? dude That's yeah awesome. like luckily he was like a six five emo dude so he like stood <laughs> up like, in front of everyone yeah i got it i got it yeah so he was guiding me and the worker like we <laughs> we, we made it through that is awesome yeah That's so cool and then when we landed in phoenix i was like we made it king yeah here we are and then we went our separate ways yeah. <laughs> love it well awesome yeah amsterdam amsterdam's dope and that sounds like just a great time and how fun that like you loved it forever and then you actually got to go live out there like that's so cool yeah. like not many people can do that or say that mm-hmm. and it 100 percent um beat my expect expectations yeah it was so good that's awesome that's it, so cool yeah except coming back to the states was way harder than coming there really yeah dude my stomach actually was messed up for a good like month and a half that's because the sugar yeah well and like yeah you can eat terrible there and still feel way better like their food is mm-hmm. better i think like well, just yeah it it is and if any of my dutchies are listening just <laughs> uh the i'm gonna say this wrong cause that's cheese and Dutch, uh-huh. I, think. I literally uh-huh. lived there for four months and i can't even say <laughs> cheese but cause croissants from lytle mm. i used to go there every morning <laughs> bike there right when i woke up uh-huh, in my pjs uh-huh, yeah. which is like so not a norm and no. i would get looks yeah that was the one thing rents i was like y'all go to dinner and leggings and i was like yeah 
<laughs> I pulled up to the gas station by my hotel once in flannel pajama pants and my purple hoodie, and I literally got death glares from I'm people sure. in there. I was like, "Y'all are forty year old men. Are you really judging my yeah. fashion choices?" Yeah. Yes, yes, they were. Yeah, yep. But I would you buy had to like get that croissant. Exactly. I bought. I would buy like ten croissants uh-huh. every morning, and that was all I ate. I love it. Like well, mainly. yeah, they had like these mini loaves of bread that were like fresh baked for like 99 cents the tiger brew hair what i have no, i just was like that i need that there were also these tiger rolls i'm just gonna call them tiger rolls because that's what they are perfect english yeah so good I miss yeah them every day but yeah. yeah like because they have like actual real food when i came back here i was like i can't live <laughs> yeah i yeah no i totally agree mm-hmm. okay any other thoughts from Amsterdam before you want me to ask the next questions? Well, if you ever go, go mm-hmm. to the Van Gogh Museum. Yeah. That's, I'm the biggest Van Gogh fan. Yeah. And that was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, made me sob like a little baby. <laughs> I did have a moment. Yeah. And that yeah. was very awkward for everyone there because they're like, <laughs> why is this girl crying at the potato eaters right now? <laughs> and I was like, just I let me have my moment. <laughs> yeah. Walk away. I think she needs a minute. They're like, why is this emotional for her? I well, like, I, I mean, everything him. there was beautiful. Like, it's just not like america's so yeah like there's no beauty like there's no like true i don't know and i shouldn't say america i guess my one town that i live in is not (laughs) like that yeah but that's awesome yeah so go to the van gogh museum and eat cheese croissants is what i'm hearing and go to Fibo after you go clubbing go clubbing in light supply at milk veg and go to Fibo after deal Renska will know what i'm talking about but no one else will because that <laughs> doesn't sound like real things yeah but anyone who lives in amsterdam or has been there will know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> okay well that is great advice <laughs> recommendations would probably be a better word yes. for anyone going to amsterdam shortly okay ready for the next question i am ready okay what was the most powerful spiritual experience of your life? So this is also going to go back to Amsterdam, but it oh, doesn't perfect. really have anything to do with Amsterdam, more just the scenic part of it. Okay. So I actually had a nervous breakdown about a couple months before I went there. Okay. And I was going through it. She was yeah. going through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, I was at like the lowest point of my life. Uh, and... Like, you know when you hit rock bottom before and then you actually hit rock bottom and you're like, oh, damn. Yeah, I hate when that happens. There really is a difference. It really <laughs> can get worse. Yes. So it was you're one like, of those. I really didn't think. I really just didn't think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I like literally Bella sitting in the chair for four months without moving during New Moon <laughs> when Edward left. That was uh-huh. me. Yeah. yeah. So there was a moment when I was sitting on the canal and there was in in amsterdam in amsterdam okay, yeah sorry. i was Could sitting by a canal okay because they have just water everywhere yeah and there was a spot by my hotel where i would just go and sit because there was like a little path and like a little mm. seat by a canal and Ooh. no one was ever nice. over there unless yeah. people were fishing yeah and i would just not be there but i remember sitting there and it was about a month in and i was like i live in a random country and i am doing so good Mm. and 
I like had these ducks come up to me and just like hang out by me and stay by me. And it was just like, I was like, wow, nature is so, I was having one of those. I was like, wow. I love when I get, like I go outside for the first time in months. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Yeah. So it was like, wow, literally everything is so much bigger than I ever thought. Yeah. And I can do it and I'm thriving and I basically talked myself out of my nervous breakdown. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Not I did really. It myself and the ducks. Yeah, and my yeah. therapist. She's yeah. like, "Hey, girl, where's my cred?" And Zoloft. Love her. We love. Yeah, we but love yeah. a good combo. That was so a combo powerful. comeback. Yeah, absolutely. That's and awesome. I recommend anyone who's really struggling or going through a rough time to literally put your phone away. Don't listen to music. Don't do anything, and just go sit outside. Yeah. Where yeah. no one will see you. Maybe you cry. Right, right. It's like so cathartic. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, like kind of let all the puzzle pieces click into place of like, mm-hmm. okay, this is really my life. Like this is really happening. Like I am here. Things are beautiful. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. It was crazy. I love it. That's awesome. Okay. My next two questions are kind of opposite. So okay. first one is what do you regret? Oh, God. (laughs) Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is something that I don't fault myself for, but I wish. So during my nervous breakdown, Mm -hmm. I was doing actually research on capital punishment in America and the racial disparities present within like actual executions Mm -hmm. so I had spent like 30 something hours going through every single execution from 2000 to 2013 reading every single one and coding them Mm -hmm. and then creating a list of aggravators and I was going to do a whole research project and I ended up not being able to Mm -hmm. mentally handle it Mm -hmm. and yeah like literally just hearing it I like have chills I'm like oh that's like I mean obviously important work and taxing like very emotional but yeah no you're so good but yeah so that was kind of like I had a chance well I was working with one of the leading experts of death penalty research in Mm -hmm. the country like we literally he was one of my teachers Mm -hmm. teachers kind of disrespectful uh professor (laughs) he literally has a PhD I'm like yo that's my man I teach I know he um he actually one of the textbooks we had for class he never mentioned it he but i was it. reading it and i was like this section's so odd and i looked down and it was his research wow. was used in, in like a this. whole section of a textbook <laughs> that he's teaching from yes i love it and so he actually wanted me to do a continuation of that study mm-hmm. that's what i was doing mm-hmm. And so I couldn't finish it. And that's something I really regret because he actually gave me the best advice, though, I could have ever gotten. And I went up to him and I basically told him how embarrassed I was, that I couldn't mentally handle it. And that I was really, like, disappointed that I couldn't take the opportunity or whatever. And I was like, I've been struggling with this. And he just looked at me. He goes, sometimes the most powerful thing you can say for yourself is no. Mm -hmm. And he was like you need to look into yourself and pick what you need now. And he goes, and if what you need now is no, he goes, then that's the answer you need. And I was like, because you're probably like preparing to be 
convinced to keep doing it or like yeah. maybe even yelled at like yeah to have such a positive response I had no idea what to go through with that and it it made me feel a lot more confident in my decision but now it kind of yeah. makes me regret it more because of how understanding he was yeah. so I eventually want to fix that and go back and because I still have all the stuff on my computer yeah yeah and I still awesome. have the plan so eventually maybe like when I go back to school for grad school I can pick that up but yeah that was the craziest thing is just the sometimes the most powerful thing you can say for yourself is no yeah and I was like he was talking to me like a dad in that moment right he literally looks like my dad too and I was gonna (laughs) say coming from a man that's like (laughs) that's awesome yeah I was like you were a 50 year old (laughs) white man who was way smarter than I would ever be and you just brought yourself down to my level for a sec right yeah, yeah. so you know, what a cool guy that's awesome i know king period love, love to meet the man he can be on the pod next oh my god he would be a good <laughs> guest let me email yeah. him okay perfect <laughs> uh okay so like i said now we're flipping okay what are you most proud of in your life god um you know what I taught myself how to crochet. Yes. Okay. How how did you go about that? Yeah, I was going to say something related to school, but I was like, actually, no, this is um, during COVID. Mm-hmm. I realized. The dark days. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. You know, everyone was picking up a hobby. Yeah. Either making I, sourdough bread. I, I was just going to say. <laughs> my, my accomplishment was like a Dutch oven cheddar jalapeno bread, but continue. That sounds gas. It, my my parents really loved me during that time. <laughs> I was I was cooking so much. Dude, the whipped coffees, remember those? Yes. yes. All the videos where it's like everyone dying and me and it's like making a video of this whipped coffee. But Yeah. Okay, so, so you teach yourself so COVID happens. Yeah, and I was like I just graduated high school, going mm-hmm. to college mm-hmm. and my life I mean, obviously for every single person on it planet. Just was shook up like yeah yeah, plans could not be fulfilled anymore exactly so I was like you know what is the best thing I can do during this time is learn a skill and I was like let me learn a language and then immediately I was like never mind (laughs) I was like moving on yeah I was like girl you've taken three years of Spanish already and you you, I was gonna say (laughs) you can ask how to go to the bathroom and that's it Uh, uh-huh. Because that's there, there's not enough lessons in Duolingo too. Donde esta la biblioteca? Yeah. There we go. Got it. So <laughs> like everyone has that phrase on lockdown. Tango dos bicicletas. <laughs> like, dude, Ooh. I can write a mean sentence on how to go to the beach. Period. But nothing Period. else. So my grandma, well, our grandma, yeah, was the lady. The queen herself yes. was a crocheter Eminem grandma if you will <sighs> yes so when I was like thinking about it I was like you know what I can't draw I can't paint but I really like to be artistic mm-hmm. what is something that I can teach myself how to do that you don't really need raw talent for right yarn like, nothing worse than sitting down with a paper and you're like I'm gonna do it it no like you did my it, hands just don't no. <laughs> Like, I watch exactly. videos, and I'm like, how do you guys move your fingers to create Literally. those shapes? Because Literally. I watched you do it, and then I did it, and mine doesn't Even look... Even tracing it is a struggle. 
I tried to design my own tattoos uh-huh. and I literally can't even draw like a circle. So did you want the line shaky like this? Or <laughs> you know, I'm like, I can't get it perfect. And yeah. I was like, I'm literally using a pencil on a piece of paper and they're going to use a gun on my skin. But anyway, so you, you find yes, yarn. I find yarn because my grandma knew how to crochet mm-hmm. and she had taught my mom and my mom was trying to help me mm-hmm. and it was a mess yeah it was yeah. uh let's just say i didn't know how to chain and it took hours and it ended with me sobbing and me throwing my hook at her it not a hook not hard or anything <laughs> but just it it was pure, a time pure yeah. frustration yeah. so i actually was like you know what forget this i'm gonna stop with a blanket and i'm gonna make a stuffed animal okay uh literally right. zero to a hundred um and i downloaded a pattern and mm-hmm. i read it and watched so many youtube videos mm-hmm. and sat there and cried and i eventually i still remember the day i was sitting on the couch watching survivor period um and i got a magic ring and i mm-hmm. it was the first time i actually was able to get it right mm-hmm. and i was like I got this. This is it. I was like, found it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I still crochet to this day. Yes. I love it so much. Yes. Um, and it's super healing. I think it's very therapeutic. I love that if I'm really sad, I can go sit and watch a comfort movie. And then at the end of the movie, I have a little dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. I and, mean, what's better? Like. And it's the perfect excuse to like sit on your butt and not do anything all day long because you're like, I'm creating. Yeah. Like I'm being creative. I'm crocheting. It's like, girl, you've been watching TV for 10 (laughs) hours straight. I'm like, yeah, but I also would you like to see this cow? I have a byproduct. Exactly. Not many can say that Mm -hmm. from sitting and watching a show. Mm -hmm. And as someone who's a pro binger of TV shows, (laughs) very good craft for that. Yes. Yes. I love it. Well, yeah, I will link Tara's Etsy. Etsy? Yes, I Etsy. have an Etsy and Instagram, a Go TikTok. Support, <laughs> purchase a item, or just follow. That's it's always supportive. Also, yeah, so there's options, but yeah, I will link it because they're freaking cute. I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> Thank you. They are cute. So I would also be proud of teaching myself how to crochet. So you should do it. I congrats. believe in you. <laughs> Do you use like tennis balls so you don't get carpal tunnel? I have wrist guards. Nice. Because I did notice like that and I bought like they make specialty hooks. Oh. With like the grippers on it. <laughs> yeah. I invested a little bit and bought nice. the nice hooks because yeah. I was like either I buy the nice stuff now or I have to I pay for. I crochet in two years. Exactly. Or I was like or I pay for hand surgery. So like. Yeah. Good bargain. Well, awesome. Thank you for doing an interview with me today. Of course. Lovely Thank you for to having hear me. about your experiences, including being hit by a car. Yeah. I told <laughs> you my exciting stories. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they'll be documented forever. Oh, so. lovely. Is there anything else you would like to say? Um nothing just thank you for having me on you incredible host (laughs) thank you trying so okay well everyone go follow and buy a stuffed animal (laughs) and remember you matter and what you have to say matters Bye. bye thanks for listening remember to subscribe and come back next thursday for a new episode and remember you matter and what you have to say matters so join me here with for the talkers